All right, let's do a couple of minutes on the NFL as we uh, get all the franchise tags in and uh, get all the rumors coming off the combine and everything else with Albert Breer. Albert, welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Mike? All right. What's your number one thing that you're interested in right now going on? I'd say probably Kyler Murray. I mean, I, this was actually going to be sort of a boring draft season. We had our meetings about a month ago to talk about everything, and it was really about the defensive linemen and, uh, you know, where some of the quarterbacks might go. And um, To me, Kyler Murray's fascinating just because he's a shorter, smaller player. Um, there's no real precedent for a player his size. No. Um, making it as a quarterback position, and yet there's a coach at the top of the draft who I can tell you really likes him and a possibility that the, the team at the top of the draft could be moving on from a quarterback they drafted in the first round just a, a, a year ago. And so, What do you think? I'd Let's say, start there. What do you think the more – now, they, they, they commit to Murray, which a lot of people think they're going to. I mean, uh, you agree yeah. agreed that they're going to do that. Uh, what do you think they feel they can get for Rosen, I would I would say based on his contract and based on the number of teams that are out there that may not need a quarterback now but are going to need one in the next couple of years, I would say you may be looking at a two or a low one. And, and here's why, Mike. I, I you know there there are certain teams that draft high and and are going to have their shot at rookie quarterbacks. But if you look at like New England or a Green Bay or Pittsburgh or the Chargers, like those teams that have established quarterbacks aren't going to be drafting high enough to get the next one. And so they have to think creatively as far as finding a way to, 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 to get the, the, the guy who's going to succeed the quarterback in place. And this is an opportunity for those teams to do it, you know. And so say you're the Los Angeles Chargers. Like, would you give up, what is it, the 28th pick, I think, for, for Josh Rosen? If I'm the Chargers, I'm really thinking about that because I've got a good team. I'm not going to be drafting high enough for a while probably um, to get one, to get the guy who's going to be the next guy after Philip Rivers, um, it would make some sense, you know. And if you get that right, then you could be set up for another fifteen years. And so, I think he's certainly worth, you know, okay. a low one like or that. a high two somewhere in there. And where do you think now? Are you in the market like everyone else is? Uh, I mean, I haven't heard anybody who doesn't think Foles is done in Jacksonville. Do you think that's a, a happening too? I think. I, I mean, here, everyone I talk to says it's happening. So, the one, the one thing, the one thing that gives me some pause there is that the market wasn't wasn't great for him. Um, you know, over the last couple of weeks, if if you want to look at why the Eagles decided not to tag him, it was because no one was going to trade for him. Jacksonville, I'll tell you this right now, it's flat out. Jacksonville is not going to trade for him, even though they're willing to sign him. They were not willing to give up a draft pick too, because they knew that there wasn't anybody else bidding on him. And I think part of the issue now is that there. You know, you, you go throughout all your meetings at the Combine and everything else and teams meeting with agents and everything else, and the interest wasn't great in him there either. And so, you know, I, I think Jacksonville will give him a fair contract, but would I rule out another team getting involved, you know, at the 11th hour, like a Washington or, or a Miami, that may look at the price for Foles and say, you know what, that's not bad. Maybe we should just throw a hat in the ring. I don't think that's impossible. And okay. so I think... If I'm a betting man, I still think it's the Jaguars. I will tell you that, but a lot can happen, uh, you know, in eight days. And, 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 you know, there's certainly time here for someone else to swoop in and change the dynamic. And where do you see uh, Haskins going, and what do you think the market is for Haskins? I think Haskins probably goes somewhere in the top ten. And and part of it depends on Murray. Do you hear anybody being in love with Haskins? 
Not yet, not yet. I mean, I like, like I, but I think Haskins is a little more stable um, than, than than Murray is. Where I think, well, Murray, Murray you got to listen. You got to have a conviction in Murray. Right. A lot of guys, is, like, a lot of guys will not draft a five ten quarterback with small hands. They won't do it. So you know that a lot of guys just will say, right. "Thank you, let someone else do it." I mean, so well, that's just. Arizona, you know, I can think a lot of coaches that I know who would say, uh, "You know what? I'm not saying he can't do it, but let someone else prove it." You know, I I, I think there's a really good chance Arizona takes him at one. Oh, I but think they will. I think he loves him. I think that coach loves him. He wants him. But if they don't take him, I think he gets slept because of what you're talking about. Yes, I think he could slip a long way. I agree. And that's why I think he has to go very – I think he knows he's going there. That's the way he's played this, like he knows he's going there. Right. And and so that's why I'm saying I think think Haskins' stock is a little more stable. You know, right, where, I agree. I agree where, with that. Listen, size size like matters that. to a lot of guys in the NFL. It just yep. does. Yep, and I, there's no question about that. And I think Haskins can fit into most every offense. I think he'll be fine playing early on. But there's a lot of pluses with Haskins. It's just you don't have the ceiling that that Kyler Murray might have. And so I think there's a. I mean, like I said, I think I think Haskins is you know his stock is stable. He'll probably go somewhere in the top to ten, fifteen, top to top ten to fifteen picks. Um, and I don't think he has the same potential to slip that Kyler Murray does if Kyler Murray doesn't go number one. And so, I mean, look, I, I think the Giants are going to kick the tires hard on Haskins and take a real look at him. I think Jacksonville's going to take a very real look at him. Miami, the Redskins, like there are going to be a bunch of teams that are going to be, you know, looking very hard at Dwayne Haskins. And I, I think that, again, the likelihood is that he goes somewhere in the top ten. Okay, uh, we're, we're talking with Albert Breer about the uh, NFL right now. Um, as far as uh, the combine, the kid who wowed the combine like few guys have done maybe since Brian Urlacher is this Metcalf, but he's yep. got a serious medical issue. How much? So this is a fascinating one. Does do they throw the caution to the wind, or does the medical issue push him down? Like if you went on his numbers, he's going to get drafted in the top five players. Now if sure. he, but he's got a serious injury, he's coming off. How much does that lower his value? Uh, so who and who takes the chance? Yeah, and the kind of, kind of injury that can linger too, and you know, that should be mentioned. And I don't think. You know, I I don't think it kills him, but I do think there are questions about how he projects into the NFL. And um, yeah, you know, his combine is, was scary. I mean, he looked like he looked like Julio Jones. He looked like Julio Jones. But you know what? You had a case like this. Was it four years ago? And the Bears took Kevin White um, with the ninth overall pick, and it was the same sort of thing. Guy who was a physical freak who was dominant in a simple offense um, when he when he was in the field, but had injury issues and he just hasn't been able to get on track. And so I think that there is some of that with him where there's a genuine excitement over what he can do athletically, but then there's also, you know, questions, serious questions about his health, how he projects into the NFL, what kind of route runner he is. I mean, Mike, as impressive as he is physically, he was able to use that athleticism at the college level to dominate. You can't just do that in the NFL. He's going to need a lot of polish um, coming from where he's coming from. And so I think to some degree he is still a projection. Obviously, you get excited about the physical ability, again, the same way you did with Kevin White in 2015. But 
there there are some serious questions about how he projects the NFL. All right, who was the who, if anybody else, really helped himself at the combine? Who came off the hot list and moved up the most, other than Metcalf? Yeah, I would say uh, Montez Sweat from Mississippi State. Yeah, um, he got a lot of attention too because of his because of his speed, right? Yeah, and he ran a four four one, which is outstanding, right? Uh, like it's the, ridiculous for, for a guy for, that for size. Defensive end is ridiculous. Almost, almost mind boggling, to be honest. One with of the you. keys. Yes. One of the keys here, though is that it followed up doing really, really well for the Niners coaching staff and drills at the Senior Bowl. And that's key because now he's done something on the field and he's done something off the field, right? Like he did something in on-field work and then he did something in the Olympic testing. And so those are two good pieces to put together for him. And I think you take that and, you know, okay, like now what are you going to do about the stuff earlier in his in his life where, where he got thrown out of, uh, out of Michigan State for right. a stealing laptop? I was yeah, yeah bit, not not a good kid. Let's be honest, right, not like a good kid. Up whatever it was, and, yeah. and pot. Like, like, yeah, has he grown up? Is that real? There's all those questions with him, right? Like, yep. so, so those are the questions you're gonna ask. But I mean, look, like athletically, what he's done over the course of the last month, outstanding. And so, you know what this does, Mike, is after you get past Nick Bosa, Quinn Williams, and arguably Josh Allen, right? Yes, there's a big mess of players, and they're all sort of fighting to climb over one another. And this is the sort of thing when players are really clumped in close together, they can put a guy over the top. And so I think Montez Sweat certainly put, played, played, has played his way and run his way into the top ten conversation over the course of the last month. We're talking with Albert Bria. All right, uh, the the Pittsburgh guys, uh, yep. what, what, what happens to them? Where does Brown wind up? Where does Bell wind up? I, 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 I'm not sure that. That, that the market's going to be there for either guy. When Brown's through taking pictures for five hundred bucks a pop, I mean, when he when he when he stops doing that, <laughs> well, because well, I know well, money's well, tight well, right now, so well, he's, he's taking photos at five hundred bucks a pop. But after that, uh, maybe he'll have time uh, to get back to the league. Yeah, I I, I think the, the the Raiders are going. Or the the Steelers are. I just say that the market isn't what everybody thinks it is. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be for me. I wouldn't. T- I wouldn't pay for him with somebody yeah. else's money. So there aren't a ton of teams out there that are that, that are that interested in him. You have to be a certain type of team to be able to take him on. And um, you know, the one team that's consistently come up, that's consistently been brought up to me, is the Raiders. I've, I've heard about well, other of course. Teams when in doubt, had, when in doubt, throw the guy to the Raiders. Yeah, and I summarily had those shot down. The Redskins would be another team to keep an eye on. But I'm just telling you. I mean, with all these strings attached, and it's tough. And the other part of it, too, you want to remember here, I mean, I think part of this is strategic, what he's doing. It's like, well, if I can get myself cut, then I'll be in really good shape. I, I think some teams that, 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 that have lukewarm interest are looking at this and being like, forget it. Like, we don't, we're not getting ourselves involved in that. The key here, Mike, of course, is if you trade for him, you know, maybe he's maybe he's good for the first few months, but what happens when something goes wrong? Are you yep. going to get a bunch of this? I mean, that's, yep. that's what I think. All you, the, I, listen, all I, I, you know, uh, one one thing, uh, you know, uh, is that uh, you always hear coaches. It's an old adage. <laughs> You know, leopards don't change their spots. I mean, that's yep. basically it. I mean, I know a coach who always said that, and he said when a player acts a certain way, he usually will always act that way. So yep. don't think they change. You know, most of them don't. Uh, most Here's players don't. Here's... Most people don't. So that's yeah. the, you know, so you can expect the same behavior, basically. Yep, and, and if the contract gets into play, you know, uh, you know what, they, what else they say, Mike, is money only makes you more of what you already are. Absolutely. It makes it worse. Absolutely true. So uh, I agree. I, I would listen. I'm telling you, I wouldn't go. I know they're both v- extremely talented, productive players on the field. I don't, I don't think they help you win. I don't want either one of them. I think they're yeah. more trouble than they're worth. I really do. 
Bell's a question mark too, no question about it. I mean, I, I just think I think his bigger problem is that his bigger problem. Well, there's the injury history and the suspension history, but I, I think the issue with him really um, is a, a big part of it. At least is the value of the running back position. And, Agreed. I mean, Absolutely. like look at the way, he, look, look especially at the way second he time around, especially second right. time around. I mean, like the Rams, the Rams lose Todd Gurley. They they throw C.J. Anderson in there. They're okay. The Chiefs lose Kareem Hunt. They throw Damian Williams in there, they're okay. That's part of the problem here is that too many teams are looking at it and saying, why would we pay one pay, pay why, why would we pay one at that level um, that brings all this baggage with with him when we know we'll be okay if we just pick up a couple of guys off the scrap even maybe draft one. Listen, most of the great players or really terrific players on on the on the top of the free agent board, and to me they were a handful. Yep. And I'm leaving the Pittsburgh guys out because I don't want to even deal with them. But uh, Lawrence was a top player. He got franchised, yep. okay? Uh, I would have been interested in uh, – I would have Ford. been interested in, in who? Ford. Ford, you knew he was getting franchised, okay? Yep. Um, Atlanta, they franchised their guy. Uh, so yep. uh, you knew he – I'd be interested in him too. He's gone. Uh, uh, so those guys, he is the best player, but the issue is, is he healthy? Earl right. Thomas is a great player. He's not a good player. He's a great player. He's a Hall mm-hmm. of Fame player. But the question I have is, is he healthy? Right. And, you know, he's thrown his body around um, <laughs> in a certain way where, you know, you look at that, you look at his size, and you look at the injuries over the last few years, and it's a fair question. You know, is he if he's healthy, up? he's a, to me. Listen, he's Ed Reed. I mean, that's how good yeah. he is. He's Ed Reed, good. And oh. to me, I don't throw that around. Ed Reed to and, me is one of the great players in the secondary in history. He is. This guy is Ed Reed, good. That's how good he is. And but is he healthy? That's the question. And, yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, the question is: Are you paying for eight games a year? Are you paying for twelve games a year? You don't know. I mean, there's a big unknown there. Right? There's no question. He's a great player. There's absolutely no question about that. Um, and I mean, look, the, that's one of those positions too. that's so physical tight ends are the same way yep. where, you know, you're banging around in the box, you know, quite a bit, and, uh, you know, it, 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 there, there can be, there can be limited shelf life on guys like that. It's a little harder to bet on a guy at the safety position into his thirties than it might be at other positions. So you think there's a big market? And you know, normally you would think he's a Hall of Fame player. Is there going to be a market for him? Do you think there's a big market for Thomas or no, because of the injuries? Yeah, I- I think there will be teams out there interested. Like, I, like Kansas City tried to trade for him. I think they'd certainly be in the market. I know Dallas would be interested. They've got so much of their own. Dallas has got a of. lot of guys to I mean, sign. Dallas, they Dallas, really do. Dallas's issue, Dallas's yep. issue is how many guys they have to take care of. So right. if he wants to take a little bit of a discount, I think the Cowboys would be interested. I don't think they're going to pay top dollar for him. Um, just because, I mean, you know, Dak and Zeke and Amari and Demarcus Lawrence and Byron Jones and, and Jalen Smith, all those guys have to be addressed over the next year. So... Um, you know, I, I don't think Dallas would be in there, but I, I, I certainly think because of the way the game's being played right now, um, and because of the value of a guy who can cover ground back there, right? Like, this is part of the problem that Landon Collins is that he's not a cover guy. Can't, if you're going to play him the way the Giants did last year, you expose him. He can't cover anybody. Right. Safety, Plus, he finished safety, the last two years on IR. If you look, the safeties who, who, who are playing, who, who are getting paid right now, right? They're all center fielders or they're converted corners. Every one of them. Yep. They either started as a corner and moved to safety, so they got cover ability, or they're pure center fielders, center fielders like Earl Thomas. So, 
I'd expect that Earl Thomas will have a market. But I think the question is going to be how much guaranteed money he can get because of, like you said, the injury history. Yeah, and Mathau's out there now. He had a better year last year. He was okay. Yep. He wasn't. Yeah, but you know, yeah. and he had come off a but, couple of weird years. But he's but he's the kind of guy that you want to look. at. I mean, he's had some injury issues too, and it's like endemic at that. But it's 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 kind of part of the yeah tough position. That position tough position. Yeah. Yes. But he's got. But what he's got is that he is. He's a 21st century player. You know, yeah. like he can play corner, he can play safety, he's interchangeable. Um, you know, like the same way like Malcolm Jenkins has been able to continue to play because he can do so many different things well. That's exactly what, what, what Tyron Matthew is. Like he's the type of guy who you can move around, you can, you can man him up on people, he can tackle, like he can play on the back end. Like the, the guy's capable of doing so many different things. And so while, you know, there is the injury history there and, you know, he did have a little bit of dip in production. The versatility, I think, carries a guy like that through and gets a guy like that paid in a situation like this. All right, so what else? Anything, any big uh, free agent things you're looking at? Anything? Well, uh, I mean, Collins is interesting. If you want to talk about Collins. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You think Collins, you think he rings the bell, or do you think people will be worried about him being on IR the last two years? I think think the bigger problem with Collins is the style player. Yeah, he's he's a guy who's good around the line of scrimmage. He's a great run stopper. He can blitz. He just can't cover anybody. Right, and that's the issue. I mean, that's why, I mean, if you look at James Betcher's history in Arizona, I mean, interchangeable safeties, right? Right, like yep. Tony Jefferson and Tyron Matthews. Those are the guys in Arizona for him. He's able to move those guys around and do different things with them. That's not Landon Collins. You know, Landon Collins is a, a certain type of safety for a certain type of defense. So, you know, maybe he winds up in Kansas City with Spags. Obviously, Spags fell a lot out of him. Um, I, the other thing I could see, and I think this is the type of player he is, is you know could he be uh, play a Cam Chancellor role in, in one of the Seattle defenses, one of the teams yeah, that runs that see team? That. I, I mean, that's that. certainly possible. I think part of the issue, and, and I mean, and I think the Giants would have had to have this conversation. Say he's under contract for one more year. I think the Giants would have had to have the conversation. Do we want to turn him into a hybrid linebacker? And see, if you're going to do that, then I don't want to pay him a lot of money. Right, that's the that's, only thing, that, that, yeah. and that's the problem. I don't. The Giants aren't saying he's a bad player. It's well, in James Betcher's defense, the way that defense is structured. Okay, like he's still a good player, but we're probably right. going to use him more like a linebacker. If you're going to he use just him like a linebacker, fit. you're yeah. not paying him a lot. See, people, dollars. when I said I wouldn't pay him, people were like, "Why are you knocking Collins?" And I said, "It's not that Collins isn't a good player; it's just that he doesn't fit what they want him to do. He just right. it, it, it just doesn't work." Exactly. Yeah. You're asking him to cover people; he's chasing tight ends and backs. He can't cover all over the league. He can't cover them. Mike, that's exactly it. It's just it's a, it's, it's, it all comes down to fit. Um, it's not again; they're not saying he's a bad player. It's just. Here's how he fits into our defense, and you know the value of him in the defense maybe isn't the same as what Landon Collins' value would be in someone else's defense. Very, very interesting. You know, I give you a good guy. You know, you know, linebackers are treated funny now because if they're not real productive in terms of pass rush, they get overlooked now. Yep. Like Mosley's a really good player. I Mosley's mean, he's a really good player, really good player uh-huh. but a guy like that gets lost in the cracks sometimes. There's a guy. Yeah. Could, here's two guys I would will really help a team that people the fans won't think about. Mosley's one. And here's the other guy. I want the Jets to sign him in the worst way, Golden Tate. He will be perfect, yeah. perfect, absolutely well, perfect possession receiver those, for Sam Donald. And those are the guys. They benefit from the tag because, you know, the the, the linebacker tab is, tag is based on pass rushers, so it's too expensive to put on an off-ball guy. Yep. The receiver tag is based on outside guys, so slot guys make it to the market. And I'll give you another linebacker. I think well, C.J. Mosley's one. Yep. I can certainly see the Jets in this market. Um, C.J. Mosley's one. 
The other guy who I think is really, really interesting is Anthony Barr from Minnesota. Another one of these Another good player. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I like Mosley a little better. He's a little tougher, yeah. a little nastier. Right, but right. And, and, well, I, and I tell you, I love Golden Tate. I think the Jets should sign two offensive yeah. linemen and Golden Tate. Golden Tate will be worth his weight in gold. Right, and a lot of a lot of good slot types. Like a lot of that, that that you don't find a number one receiver on the market. But if you want to look down the list, right, Golden Tate's going to be out there. Randall Cobb's going to be out there. Adam Humphreys from Tampa's going to be out there. Jamison Crowder, um, Cole Beasley from Dallas. There's a lot of good slot receivers out there. Who you know, I mean, I think you're going to be able to get at probably you know six, seven, eight, nine, ten million dollars. Who can be really important pieces of your offense. Yeah, interesting. All right, listen, thanks. We'll chat uh, next week when everything – oh, let me ask about the Giants. Yeah, I didn't do that yet. Let me do that. What do you think – what do you think the Giants – look at it this way. Here are the Giant possibilities. Uh, and we believe Eli is – we all have been led to believe Eli is coming back. So the question yep. is this. Is it Eli coming back normal money? Is it Eli coming back restructured contract? Eli coming back and he's the quarterback and there's no new face that's going to try to challenge or Eli coming back and they're going to draft the quarterback. Well, this is a, this is his contract year, right? This is the last year of his contract. Yes. So they can't yes. restructure. They would have to give him an extension. Well, I, I mean, mean, they can redo the contract to lower. Sure. They, they can, I mean, sure. yeah. giving them some relief. Uh, we, we can restructure it to give they, them some relief is what I mean. I think, yes. I think they bring him back at the number that they've got him at now. And I think, and, and I think they draft somebody. Um, whether or not that'll be Dwayne Haskins, we'll see. If you put a gun to my head right now, I would say like it would make sense to. It would, but the idea of Eli with with Haskins behind him in 2019 would make sense to me. All right, that's what you see. Okay, thanks. We'll chat again. Thanks very much, Albert. All right, All right thanks, Mike. All right, Albert Breer, back after this.